Ladies and gentlemen, skeptics and conspiracy theorists, welcome to another perplexing episode of What's That About? I'm your bewildered host, Luke, and I'm here with the master of decoding chaos, Don. Thank you, thank you, Luke, and greetings, fellow truth seekers. Today we're diving headfirst into the wacky world of ChatGPT, where machines try their best to understand us humans. It's like watching a penguin try to do ballet. Hilarious and utterly unpredictable. Absolutely, Dom. So hold on to your funny bones and buckle up for a laugh-to-feel joyride as we unravel the quirks, the glitches, and the downright mind-bending moments of ChatGPT. Trust us, folks. You're in for a wilder ride than a roller coaster with a broken seatbelt. Strap on your giggle helmets, folks, because this episode will leave you questioning everything you thought you knew about AI and wondering if our chat GPT has secretly taken up stand-up comedy. So grab your popcorn, sit back, and prepare for a side-splitting adventure into the realm of artificial humour. Right, Don, episode 95, we are absolutely flying at the moment. Yeah, this is a roll. This is as much of a roll as we get on uh, these days. If we were a uh, Rolling Stone, we would be gathering no moss. That's the, uh, the pace we're at at the moment. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. Now, that introduction, very clearly, that was written by ChatGPT, yeah. as is the theme of the episode. Yes. What was your favourite turn of phrase in that intro? And I, I bet you I know what it is. <laughs> Uh, well, the penguin joke was great, but the giggle helmets have to be have to strap be on bit. your giggle helmets. Yeah, <laughs> that's excellent. Yeah. So, look, AI has improved the podcast already significantly. <laughs> it does show, though. It does struggle with actually good humour. We instructed yeah. it to make the intro funnier and then make it funnier again. It struggles on Unless the comedy it's front. it's so smart that it's, it knows about the podcast <laughs> and wanted to just put on comedy that's on par with <laughs> what's come previously. So, yeah, big topic today. And to be honest, I, I don't think we have the smarts to do a topic on artificial intelligence. Well, we already downgrade. Yeah, we, <laughs> initially it was going to be on AI. And then I was about five minutes into research and I just shot Luke a quick message. This is out of our depth. This is- <laughs> we- downgrade it. Downgrade it quick. <laughs> downgrade to chat GPT quick. <laughs> And then even then, we just asked ChatGPT to tell us five interesting things about yourself. Yeah, and exactly. that's I, just, the reason I downgraded to chat after that. And we just have a little chat with the microphones. <laughs> As per usual, before we get into the episode, Don, mm-hmm. what's been happening in Don's world? Not a lot, not a lot. Uh, one thing that I did think I'd bring up was I'd noticed a little trend in your text messages recently. Mm-hmm. It's good. This, is, this <laughs> is news to me. This is great. So anyway, the last I'd say the last year. Now, we know each other reasonably well mm. and i know who your friends are i know who you out with but every now and again you'll you'll bust out a uh, like a buddy of mine just said uh this about the cricket and i know that you only have one friend that's really into cricket so i'm like <laughs> so i'm like you mean matt yeah it was matt and i'm like are you like <laughs> i have to wonder are you like chucking out some vague comments to friends to try and artificially increase the amount of friends you have because i'm like that is genius that is absolutely genius <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah. disguising my... Uh... It, re- <laughs> it reminds me of, you know, that stand-up joke where the guy's sounded like, 
Yeah, I'm living in a share house. Yeah, look, the couple's a little bit older. Uh, you know, the lady likes to cook and clean a bit, which is really handy, and the man does a lot of yard work. Yeah, I'm living with mum and dad. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> but I've been stealing it. It's great. That's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> i got a friend who, any time... Which friend am I talking about? Let's, let's just... Uh, <laughs> oh, it's... Uh, oh, Jeremy, of course. It is actually yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> he, anytime you mention another friend... He always does this thing where he goes, wow, we've all got friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's the big deal? What's the big deal? We've all got friends. <laughs> Stop going on about it. <laughs> the, uh, the other little tiny thing I wanted to mention is, and you just witnessed it. Yeah. Is I was just having a drink of my beer. Yeah. And as I was holding the glass, an urgent sneeze was coming. <laughs> yeah. And I had to do that very frantic Quickly put the glass down so I don't sneeze my beer all over myself. And he, you could see the panic in my eyes. He was panicked. It was fight or flight. Was... <laughs> I love it. Because you know, there's that moment where you're like, you have to assess how much liquid's in the glass. And, you know, most of the time you're looking for a stable surface to put that drink. Because otherwise it's like you're in the rodeo. It's like you're sneezing and then you're trying to balance that thing and you have no control. Uh, yeah. What have you been up to, Luke? I, this is, I, kind of feel, I kind of feel like it's, Don, what have you been up to? Nothing much. You're a loser, Don. Anyway, on with the show. And you, <laughs> you, never, you never actually say anything yourself. <laughs> too much going on with yeah, me. I don't much. know where to begin is the problem. What isn't going on is what is a shorter list. Uh, <laughs> I don't even try to think of anything these days. I just go, oh, Don will carry that bit and then we'll yeah. get onto the top. I don't know about having nothing going on. And, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. No, I genuinely have nothing. Yeah. But right. what... What I do have to announce, though, mm. is our call-out for reviews last week. Ah, oh, gangbusters. Good heavens. It's an avalanche of reviews. Mum is currently suffocating in reviews in the room of the review. Yeah, it's full. We've got a second room now. How many? We've got five reviews? Five. Yeah, five or six. I think five. One we actually got after recording the last episode. But before releasing the last episode So they're probably like cranky at us right now Because they're being missed out But you'll be first off the blocks It's almost like there are too many to use all in one episode Let's get mum to do two or three this week Yeah Let's just space this out a little bit It's like we're on I don't know if you're familiar with the show Alone So it's like you've caught five fish But you don't know if there's any more fish that's going to come So you need to ration it out We're going to smoke a couple of reviews We're going to maybe... I don't know, make jerky from some... <laughs> Put a little cold water pond where going to let yeah. the fish sit in there for a few weeks. We're going to make some review stew that we can just <laughs> sip on for the next few weeks. Uh, so I reckon we'll do two or three this episode. And then, we'll, yeah, maybe we'll do some more next episode. That's going to keep us well fed for a couple of episodes, which is great. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right, then. Well, let's, let's open the room and uh, hear from mum with a couple of reviews. Thanks, Luke and Don. So, a review by Sinmuk from the United States of America. My favourite podcast, five stars. Luke and Don are the two most funny and entertaining podcasters ever, or at least that I've ever heard. I really can't get enough of these silly Aussies, and I hope they continue to podcast for many, many years. As far as future episodes go... Perhaps a discussion of what it's like to be conjoined twins? Also, I find the Dion quintuplets fascinating. I'd they'd wanted to go that route. 
Anyhow, keep up the good work, mates. And the next one, five stars by Paul AFJ from the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Thank you. Amazingly funny podcast. Thank you, guys. Absolutely love your show. Started listening last year and am addicted. You guys are hilarious and so genuine. Your chemistry is amazing too. I just wish you were here more often. Best wishes from the UK. And another one, an email from Thomas from Ireland. I first listened to your Uncontacted Tribes episode two years ago and have been listening since. You have kept me amused on many drives and have heard every episode two or three times. However, I did find the earlier episodes a little short, similar to Luke's wedding night. (laughs) You have great chemistry together and this comes through. I always enjoy your Larry David-style digressions about social grievances and everyday irritations. Keep up the good work. Thomas from Ireland. That's it from me. Back to you guys in the studio. A wedding night joke. Ah, I loved it. What a I, legend. I was reading that in public. I just got the alert on my email on my phone and I read it and I laughed out loud. I lolled, <laughs> which... I don't do that often. So, <laughs> that is a great Thomas, reference. you nailed that review. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to everyone who submitted them. Yeah. So it's actually embarrassing uh, how much joy it brings us, those little, little reviews. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> All righty. Well, let's get on with the topic, Don. Mm. Chat GPT. Now, I actually think the Don's definition team, this is their hardest definition yet. Because when I looked up what it was, I was looking up definitions of definitions of definitions because I didn't understand what the, what they were saying. Yeah, hit hit us with it. I had to hire a few more people into the uh, <laughs> into the team. A few summer casuals. I had to get a few <laughs> contractors in, just on a one week contract. <laughs> Hold on to your stovepipes. It's time for Don's definition. So, ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence chatbot developed by OpenAI and launched on November 30, 2022. It's notable for enabling users to refine and steer a conversation toward a desired length, format, style, level of detail, and language used. Well, that actually was a pretty good job, I must yeah. admit. Well, the team worked hard. Yeah. That was a very good job of simplifying it. Because mm-hmm. I was getting stuck on, like, what does the GPT stand for? Yeah. What is deep learning? Yeah. You're, All that You're stuff. thinking... What- <laughs> At a level that none of our episodes previously have ever reached. It's, you just decided to step it up on this episode. So effectively, it's like a chatbot that talks to you like it's a human, but it yeah. uses big data, trawls, massive data sets to provide contextualized, tailored responses that sounds like you're talking to another human. Yeah. That's incredible. It's incredible. And the results, as you know, they're not great at doing podcast introductions, but... People are using them for school, for uni, cheating, essentially. Like, But it's really impressive. And so you've, I've tested a few things and it's come up with genuinely good information. It is shockingly good. I actually read that they did it, they put some studies in where they got ChatGPT to sit exams for like an MBA and it passed the exam. Like it can objectively oh, really? pass high level tertiary you know, education exams. Yeah. Very good. They only have information up to 2021, I believe. Mm, September of 21, yep. Nothing newer. There is a 
paid version. What's it called? ChatGPT Pro Plus. I think. Plus. Yeah. Which I think you can actually use search engines. It's aligned with Bing on Microsoft, so not the best, but it's uh, it's okay. <laughs> Who uses Bing? I What's, did. I went through a Bing phase. Why would you just? I always find there's too many ads on Bing. Just Are on there the more side. ads on Bing? Oh, it just seems like it's crowded with ads. Yeah, and the I don't font, know. The font's not cool. The font's a bit yucky. Yeah, it's true. There's nice photos on there though. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. I don't know. I went back to Google pretty quickly. I realized Chrome. Well, Chrome's the uh, web browser. Google searches the search engine. Oh, sorry. Yes, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, you spent too much time looking up ChatGPT and not enough looking at basic internet uh, use. Do you find when you're, when you're talking to like the IT help desk at work mm. and they ask you questions about your own device, once the question goes a layer deeper than what browser are you using, yeah. I'm absolutely out. Like, I don't know what version of the... Yeah. Google. Yeah. <laughs> Google or Chrome. That's, you just buzzwords. So. Yeah. Um, interestingly, Time Magazine revealed, this is about back to chat GPT, yeah. uh, that to build a safety system against harmful content. So they've got pretty strict rules about anything that's overtly sexual or abuse-oriented, violence, racism. What they did to sort of identify that so that they wouldn't give any information about it, they outsourced Kenyan workers earning less than $2 per hour to label harmful content. And the labels were used to train a model to detect such content in the future. Apparently, the people that did it described the assignment as torture. Really? Yeah, which is also how Luke's wife describes a wedding night. Oh, Ooh, is that too far? I think that's, 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 that's a, a bit dark. a bit weird. It's <laughs> a little bit dark. It's a bit weird. Sorry. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> dark. Torture. Okay. Because they were just exposed to all this horrific content. Yeah. It was yeah. like a traumatic process. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and they're like wow. scarred from it, so... Tell you what, though, because I, I did see examples of the early days of ChatGPT where it was saying really inappropriate things. And then, you know, presumably through that vetting process, they've tied it up a lot. Mm. And it's quite, it is actually really hard to get it to say an inappropriate thing these days. Yeah. Even with this thing where we, I tried to get it, um, in, it was in a work context, to argue that depression doesn't exist. Yeah. And it refused to do it. So they've really sanitized the responses. Which I think because it effectively takes such big data from the internet and social media, it wasn't able to filter that with any kind of ethical framework early on, but it seems to be getting better and better and better over time. Yeah, absolutely. So for those of you who have never used it, which based on the stats I've seen, I think it is actually the most quickly downloaded app or used website in the history of the internet it is it's the most popular app ever in fact it had 1 million users in the first five days after it launched and i think it was doing 10 million queries or tasks a day for the in that first week so huge huge that is huge huge but for the the very small number that may not have seen it it is the process if you enter a question in or you give it a command and you might say something like tell me about world war ii and it will give you a big blurb and then you could say uh, make that shorter and then it will make it shorter. Give me more information in there about Hitler's childhood and it will, you know, responsively tweak its answer based on what you're curating it to, to give you in such a sophisticated way. And you're like, open that with a joke and it will give you a little joke to start the essay. Not, like a, good, not a good one. Not a good joke. No. Hold on to your giggle helmets. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be needing to hold on to them. You don't need the giggle helmet. No. And it's actually... It's great. Like you can say, explain World War II to me so that a 10-year-old can understand it. Yes. And then it will make it in language that a 10-year-old can understand. Yeah. 
it's, it's basically a better genius. parent than me already, which <laughs> is, I'm not happy about. Uh, so what can it do? So it says it can write and debug computer programs, compose music, which would be interesting, mm. teleplays, fairy tales, and st- student essays, answer test questions. Um, as you said, there's the... MBA that it passed? Yeah, it can pass yeah. exams. Song lyrics, yeah, summarized text, all sorts of stuff. And apparently it is a really good coder where people put in coding problems and it fixes it in a way that IT professionals are like, that's genuinely helpful. Yeah. And you can even get it to, you know, you could say, I saw an example, read this article that was like the funniest things people have got chat GPT to say. Yeah. And one of them was explain how to get a, a peanut butter sandwich out of a toaster in the style of Shakespeare. <laughs> and it was this big kind of prose of Shakespeare about how to stick the knife in and get it out, but make sure the toast is off, but all done in Shakespeare's voice. Wow, that's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah that is cool. So I guess you have to, th- we're not going to delve into AI too much because we're too dumb, but thinking about the implications about this now and in the future, is it going to make humans dumber? Because that, that seems to be like one of the main concerns people have. And I was thinking about that and clearly too dumb to figure it out. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, just get ChatGPT. Ask ChatGPT, will you make humans dumber? <laughs> but I, the analogy I thought of was, do you remember when we were in probably primary school mm. and personal computers were coming into the home and everyone was learning to type? And the conversation in education was, why do we need to learn how to write anymore? Because in the future, you will just be typing. Yeah. And fast forward 30 years, I could easily live my life without handwriting. And I've just used typing and devices as a tool you could use, to help yeah, me. You could get by. You could easily yeah. get by. Yeah. I just wonder in 50 years, will we just use our mental energy for things that AI can't do for us? And therefore, that's the platform from which we start in the same way that now lots of kids don't. Yeah, kids still do learn handwriting. Mm. But if in 20 years they say, no, we're not teaching it anymore because everyone just uses devices, I'd be like, that's a natural evolution. I think it probably is a natural evolution. Yeah. So you're not getting dumber, but you're just using your smarts in a way that is contextually relevant to the times you're living in. Well, less... Yeah, I guess so. Like, what's the value? People are using it to write their essays. And so the end result of the essay isn't what they're after. It's the the process of learning and reasoning, right? That's what an yeah. essay is about. Would that be affected by a chat GPT? Yeah. I, I wonder whether you could argue we will lose the ability to write an essay. Yeah. Or to form an argument and think logically about certain things. I don't know. Yeah. I or think we'll, to, it, like, it'll change. It'll change it'll it. It'll definitely change. Yeah. 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 The, the other concern I've heard is... And I think Elon Musk is like one of the main people. So he was he one of was. the original. He stepped down in 2018. Yes. Yeah. So he was an original investor in OpenAI who made ChatGPT. Mm. He stood down and he's one of a group of people that are saying, this, is, this AI technology is progressing dangerously fast and we don't have an ethical framework around how we're designing these systems. And within 10 years, we could be seeing AI that is so realistic that it is a massive risk in so many ways. Mm. And he's I think there's a whole bunch of them calling for a pause on development while we figure this out. And I think some of the examples are things like cyber cybersecurity and cyber scams. Mm. If AI can impersonate a real person so convincingly, we're all like, if I got a message from someone that was mimicking your number saying, 
they look you idiot. I'll be like, that's exactly how Don talks to me. I'm going to, yeah. I'll give you, I'll lend you some money. <laughs> they look you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it is interesting. There's a really good article. I haven't read it for a while, but it was on a blog called Wait But Why. Oh, how good's that Artificial blog? Intelligence. I've, I've only read a few of their articles. Excellent. So good. But the one on AI in particular, there's one, there's a really good one on whether there's life on other planets, which is I'm incredible. Interested. I'm interested. Really good. And then there's one on AI, which is also, it is it is frightening. Um, if I think, if I say, Luke, name a movie on artificial intelligence, like a movie that, if I say artificial intelligence, hmm. what movie do you think of? It's, it's the, I can't even remember the name of it, but it's the one, is it Ex Machina? Ah. That's the first one that comes to mind. I was thinking Terminator 2. Oh, I haven't seen that in so long. Oh, it's really good. The Or the movie Artificial Intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> it does actually remind me in a very bizarre way of something you used to do when we were a kid where you had this like pretend sci-fi movie yeah. where there was a robot called Simon. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. that's. <laughs> what think... was that thing? I have no idea. I was a very strange child. But I think it was... Coming back to these old 80s movies where they would have, like, it's a computer system and each, the letter of, the first letter of each word would be, like, an acronym? Yes. Acronym for a boy's name or something. So, it'd be, like, my classic one was synthetic intermolecular organic neuron. We call it Simon. Simon? And then then Simon, (laughs) Simon this boy walks around the corner (laughs) into the room. Oh, that was really weird. I have the distinct memory of, I appreciated the acronym. I thought that's actually quite good. Yeah. But it was after you go, we call it Simon. And then you pause and you go, Simon? And I just (laughs) motion to the the door. The second Simon is the goal. (laughs) Simon? (laughs) I feel like I should turn that into a movie. It's a script waiting to be written. (laughs) That is probably the best insight into our childhood you've ever had in your life yeah. <laughs> sitting around making up a stupid sci-fi movie based on one tiny scene yeah <laughs> that's, that's <it. laughs> that sums it up <laughs> what else interested you with chat gpt uh, so i was pretty interested in the limitations of chat gpt so mm. if I've, I've got a list of limitations here it says it cannot access the internet it may produce nonsensical data it has limited knowledge it doesn't provide in-depth information it lacks expressions it cannot solve complex mathematical questions with accuracy. It accepts input in text form only. Answers will require fine tuning. They've essentially described you prior to the internet. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on a minute. <laughs> cannot access the internet. May produce nonsensical data. That's <laughs> your primary school. Come on. Limited knowledge. You took some time. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. We did on a very. Uh... Relevant note, we did have a absolutely hilarious uh, incident last night where uh, mum has written kind of some memoirs of kind of stories from her life and each of us, of her sons, gets a chapter. And, well, I was reading my chapter. It was very nice as a chapter, but there was one bit where it was, Luke was not an academic student. Yeah, he wasn't sporty um, and he wasn't uh, in the in-group socially. I was like, what a smackdown. <laughs> Just- <laughs> And then I read one of our eldest brother's chapter and it said, Christian was naturally gifted academically, very strong in sport and was part of the in-group. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That explains the favouritism for Christian. <laughs> Just with regard to the limitations, I reckon not being able to access the internet is... That's a big one. Because that is... Because they effectively... Well, as you said, they 
it is relevant or it's it's up to date to September of 2021. Yeah. So it's getting a little bit out of date. But apparently it's because it's a free online version, which is effectively a, a, a beta version they're using as part of their research project. Mm. And I'm presuming maybe the GPT Plus or a paid private version will be up to the date accurate. It's just that this is kind of just part of their research and development I guess so. phase. Yeah. They're just getting data on real human interaction. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that they need to access it. If you're going to make... I'm surprised I went with Plus and not Pro for the... Uh, I reckon Pro is the one. Pro. Yeah. ChatGPT It is Pro. amazing how many products add Plus to the end of it mm. when they want to kind of have a premium version yep. of it. There's something about Plus that just seems to tickle the fancy on a marketing set. Should we have a What's That About Plus? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, you know what? I was actually genuinely in that we we have like three listeners, so it makes no sense. Every now and again, I'm like, oh, we should start a Patreon. Let's, a Patreon. Let's start a Patreon, and and look, Brian Tripp, he'll subscribe to the Patreon once he receives his mug. That's a, I don't know. I thought about it. Is it possible to change the name of the podcast without losing any of the history of it? Like, can we just start calling it "What's That About Plus" for our own amusement? <laughs> We could. I reckon at the end of when we finish the podcast, finally, we should just change the name to "That's What It Was All About," and that, <laughs> like a bit of a retrospective thing. That was it. Now I feel that I know you told me not to go there, and mm. just to let it go. But I feel we need to try and say what the GPT stands for. I look to be honest in my extensive research, which I do for all episodes, I didn't come up with what GPT stands for. I went for it, but mm. I just don't understand it. Okay. So the GPT stands for Generative Pre-Training Transformer, which apparently is in essence... Is anyone else imagining Optimus Prime right now? Because <laughs> <laughs> it is just a type of artificial intelligence which uses a deep learning process. Mm. And deep learning is just AI that mimics the human brain in the way that it tries to find patterns in lots of information yeah um to to provide a response so i think that but if you were in the marketing department and the eggheads came to you and said we've got a new product you can ask it anything it'll give you the answer yeah it's amazing we want to call it chat gpt what would your response be absolutely not what what would be better einstein uh or Edison. I don't know. Some some kind of... Yes. You want to bring back a science kind of name. Something that to everyday person sounds smart. Yes. That's what you want. Like Ask Jeeves. Yeah. <laughs> like Ask Jeeves. <laughs> I miss Jeeves. Is Ask Jeeves still even around? Just look up for a minute whether Ask Jeeves still exists. All right. Hang on. Me... Hang on. And what's your memory of the website? Butler? Butler with... Holding... Thinning hair. In yes. a, a nice suit. Yep. With different coloured pants than his shirt, than his jacket, sorry. And he had light grey pants. With a, with a maroon with a, jacket? I thought it was a black jacket. Okay, yeah. But he was holding a platter with that, you know that little thing that you reveal the meal where you lift off the, what's that called? A cloche. What? It's a cloche. Well done. That was impressive. That's MasterChef. It's a, <laughs> a cloche. Um, yeah, I think that was what he was holding. Well, hang on, why is a butler so knowledgeable? Yeah, butlers aren't known for knowing stuff. No. Nah. You want like a scientist? Yeah. You want a, like a rocket scientist? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. 
<laughs> a butler is not the go-to guy for a question. <laughs> okay, and let's what see. Is it? I know it's shut down. So it's now ask.com. They wanted to do a rebrand to further enhance its position in the search industry. Well, that worked. It's ask.com. Never been less known. Bring back Jeeves. Yeah. On a uh, on a very random side note, mm. there's this business in my local suburb called the Bin Butler. Okay. That's what Jeeves reminded me of. Yep. There's the link. There's the link. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ask Jeeves is in the bin right now, so that's <laughs> yeah. that's okay. And so I actually found out about this from a mate. Guess which mate? <laughs> uh, guy. No, it was Matt. <sighs> his neighbour, every week after his bin goes out, the bin butler drives around to his house and washes his bins. Every week? Every week that they're picked up. That's excessive. What kind of luxury How does it lifestyle cost? are you living in where you have a bin butler come around and wash your bins out every week? Every week? It's your bin. Who cares? That's ridiculous. Who is it? Matt does that. No, his neighbour. Oh, his neighbour. How much? Do you know how much it costs? No, but I want to find out. Let's Shoot. Google the bin butler. Let's get to the bottom of this. What would you happily pay for a bin butler? I would say no. This is a weekly thing. No more than five dollars <laughs> per Absolutely. bin. Per bin or yeah, per bin. I reckon. Geez, per week. That's that's like twenty dollars a month on. Washing your bins out. Yeah. $5 max. <laughs> Absolute max. 20 cents would be better. Like half of a Netflix subscription. Yeah. Or getting a bit of water splashed around your bin. Okay. Let's have Are you on here. the website? Yep. How's Residential. Hang on. Okay. So it's not a weekly thing. It's a monthly thing. A monthly thing. Okay. As often as they do. Okay. It's 50 bucks a month. $50 to get a someone month. To spray a bit of water in your bin. Once. Yeah. Once. Once a month. 50 bucks. So 50 times... 52? No, sorry, 50 times 12? Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly not a butler. Yeah, that's... <laughs> even G's would know. <laughs> How many months in a year? It is with 50 times 12. Oh, it's 576. <clears throat> that's that's $48. I rounded up to make the yeah, point yeah. a little bit clearer. No, um, yeah, 576 bucks, 12 cleans per year. That's heaps. Yeah, as our mum would a say, bin. more money than cents. That's what, that's what mum would say. <laughs> Well, that's my bean butler story. So yeah, that was enough. it. Anyway, that was it. <laughs> we got here by Ask Jeeves. <laughs> All righty. Well, that's probably Chat GPT. Any any last thoughts on Chat GPT? No, I was actually. I had these grand plans of getting Chat GPT to write a rap about the podcast, mm. and then I was going to actually rap it under some, you know, throw down some beats, um, and then I was practicing it last night, and my partner very quietly just said, "It's probably best if you don't do that." And then now I need to hear it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do it. Can you read it at least? I can read it. Yeah, Hang you can on. read it. Let's right. have a In fact, if you, do, I'll tell you what, I'll wrap it if you do some beatboxing. Okay. Boots and cats and boots and cats. Boots and cats. <laughs> Isn't that how they do? What it? is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst I've ever heard. <laughs> boots and cats. <laughs> so what was that? I saw a video once. <laughs> They said all you're doing is saying boots and cats, but doing it really fast. Boots, cats, boots, cats. Boots, oh, that's cats, better. Okay, that's, that's too fast. Boots, though. <laughs> boots and cats. Boots and cats. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I know to call an ambulance. Aren't they? You're not okay. Okay, I'm gonna lay down. I probably shouldn't have just said boots and cats. That was a bit odd. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, it's like this. 
Yo, listen up, it's a What's That About crew. Luke and Don bringing knowledge just for you. Now, Luke may be boring, had a short wedding night, but Don's here to roast him with pure delight. <laughs> Luke drops facts like an encyclopedia on the mic, but his wedding night's brevity is quite a plight. Don's enigmatic charm stealing the show, leaving Luke wondering, where did the time go? Nah. Terrible. Yes, but- it's not great. All right, well, let's, let's wrap up chat GPT and move on to our social etiquette dilemma. If you've got a social problem that makes you want to run and hide, then we recommend you listen to Luke and Don's Etiquette Guide. Luke and Don's Etiquette Guide, if you want. Okay, Luke, social etiquette, what do you got? Okay, now I'll just say up front, this is a little bit gross. And I apologise for that. Always a concern when Luke says something's gross because his a general bar. conversation is... <laughs> it's a very low It's questionable at best. So, apologies. I just didn't have anything else. Mm. This is all I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, went to the... Went to a toilet the other day. Mm. And work toilet. Yeah. Walked in. Looked at the toilet seat. Seat was down. Mm. Covered in wee. Okay. And as I'm staring at it, thinking, how am I going to handle this? Yeah. So this is so this is an individual, like a room with a single toilet, or is this more of like a your bulk? Toilet this situation? is a small toilet with two stalls, but the other stall was occupied. And it's a unisex toilet with two stalls. Yeah, that's unusual. Yeah, small, yeah. but there's a number of them sprinkled around the office. Right. In the stall, all of a sudden, I hear someone else come in and stand waiting for a stall. Mm. And I have this moment of decision. Hmm. So you'd gone in. Yep. You'd closed the door. Yep. You'd discovered yep. the situation. Yep. Go on. And then someone's all of a sudden waiting to have a go. Mm. So there was someone in the other store. Yep. Uh, but they were, they were well planted. Business. Yep. Mm. I was just in there for a quick wee. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, we've got two options really. Mm. One is... Do a wee and walk out. Yep. They're going to walk in and see we all on the seat. Yeah. My reputation in that workplace is in the toilet. Did you have a meeting within the next hour? <laughs> because sure I why. would be hold just be waiting it out, holding it out. Yeah. yeah. You know I don't like the hold. <laughs> yeah. You could you could still go to the toilet, but then just wait. Oh wait, just sit yeah, there, just wait, wait it in there, wait yeah. for the other person to leave first. Absolutely, uh, would have been an option. Good yeah. point. Good point. <laughs> uh, other option, obviously, is. Clean up someone else's wee. Yeah. And so when I leave, it's clean. Yeah. What do you do? <sighs> this is a tough one. I would probably... We brought this up at dinner mm. and the majority just responded, just clean up the wee, you idiot. Yeah. It was like it was a no-brainer. Yeah. Which I, I disagree with. I think like, it's someone else's wee. It's not sterile, but it's close to sterile. Um, so it's not like... It's not the worst thing in the world. Not the worst thing in the world. But the way that was the it's feedback the best, at the table, not the best thing in the world. The feedback at the table was just clean up another man's wee, you idiot. Yeah, as though that's not a big deal. Yeah, that's a deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, what would I actually do in the real world? I think you did, you did have a suggestion that I didn't mind. Oh well, the one yeah, the one thing I did suggest was to do the bulk of the work mm. is to use Mother Nature. Just lift the seat up carefully and let gravity take care of the majority oh, of it. The gravity solution. The gravity cycle. <laughs> The gravity solution. Yeah, yeah. And then you could just take care of the rest. Do you ever do... <laughs> it is the, amazing. The gravity solution is 
Very effective. Oh, that's great. I don't know where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it goes. You don't know. You don't want to know. It just, it just goes where it goes. Do you ever do the old, the classic, and I feel like this is almost a dated move, is to put toilets, toilet paper around the rim of the toilet seat. Mm. Do you do that these days? Full disclosure, mm. I, have a, I have a two-level method. Mm. Depending on how I assess the situation. Yeah, you've got to assess. If I'm like, this is actually a pretty clean toilet. This yeah. is actually very good. I only put toilet across the front bit. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'll do a little... <laughs> just to stop any of the bits touching anything it's not supposed to touch. Yeah. <laughs> and then I figure the rest of it, it's just legs. It's just legs. It's like an extension leg. of legs yeah, up the back. That's... I agree. If if I walk in and like, this is an absolute jungle of horrors, I'll do the old-fashioned paper all the way around. Yes. Yes. But, but you also yeah. have to be desperate to go to the toilet in that situation. Yes, that yeah, is also yeah. true. <laughs> I like the little toilet paper at the front. <laughs> <laughs> my back can touch it, but not my front. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Let's just out of interest, and mm. this might be hard to frame, but could you ask ChatGPT? Yeah, okay. Could it, like, how could we ask it in the way that it would tell it what, what is the best thing for a human to do in this scenario? Okay, so you've you've asked it. Well, how have you framed the question? So I'm phrases give advice on whether to clean someone else's urine off the public toilet seat so people won't think it's my urine when they use the toilet after me. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's given me quite a detailed response. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. really lent into this. If you encounter a public toilet seat that has urine on it and you're concerned about what people might think, here are a few options you can consider. Gravity method number one. How good would that be? <laughs> use a toilet seat cover. Okay, so wow. not they're not really that common in Australia. Two, wipe it off. If you're comfortable doing so, you can use toilet paper or a disposable wipe to clean the urine off the seat. Okay. It's very nuanced the way if you're comfortable to yeah. wipe it. Like, it's very considerate. It is good. Yeah. Number three, alert staff or janitorial services. Okay. Ultimately, the decision to clean someone else's urine off the toilet seat is up to you and your comfort level. However, it's important to remember that public restrooms are shared spaces and it's considerate to leave them clean for others to use. Wise advice. That's great. Wise advice. That's very, very good. Um, sage-like, you could say. You could. Yeah. We need to get... They didn't use gravity, though. No, that's one of the limitations. Well, it's only pre-2021. Yeah. So this is a very brand new uh, technique. Fascinating well, stuff. We've done it again. So- it was mugs last week. <laughs> this week, we're talking, asking a computer how to clean Wii off a toilet. <laughs> So the long story short, general consensus seems to be you're best off cleaning the seat yourself yeah. and preserving your personal reputation yeah. over the lack of hygiene involved in cleaning it. Yeah. Well, your wife actually said one thing was to gather a very large amount of toilet paper mm. with enough absorption that it can absorb all the wee while cleaning and not be a danger of reaching the hand. Okay. That's exactly yeah. what I did. Smart. I almost used the full roll. Yeah. Just wiping it off. It is good. Yeah, yeah. Very good. One of my personal things that I find hilarious for some reason is when you're in a public toilet, it's like a... Just say you're at the footy. There's a lot of stalls in a row. Mm. You see one person go in of the, to the stall and then very quickly go out and go into another one. <laughs> and then I'm just going like... 
I've got to go see what that is because that <laughs> is just, it's got to be pretty bad. <laughs> just walk in and straight out again. <laughs> You're instantly fascinated. In the world. Yeah, How bad could it be? I've got to see this. But I've, I'll do the same thing. I'll walk in and go, no, not that one. And not that one. And I've done it like four times where I found one that's just like not completely gross. <laughs> oh, well, that's another, another case solved there. Yeah. Um, not, not the fanciest of what's that about social etiquette segments. No, I'll, I'll raise the bar next time. For yeah. Much higher. <laughs> but I did enjoy it, I must say. All righty. Well, that is another what's that about. Any final remarks before we wrap it up? No, not really. I just This is one of the rare what's that abouts where me and Luke are in the same room at the mm. same time. I reckon there's been five or six maybe in the history of the podcast. Do you think? It's usually the Christmas special. Yeah. And then at best one Every year or two in addition to that. Yeah. Very rare. So, look, it's probably... Look, the podcast has been going for an embarrassingly long amount of time. This is our eighth year. I'm going to say it's the 15th episode yeah. in person. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I just... Before we finish up, Don, mm. I just got to acknowledge something. And I don't think I gave it due credit at the time. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the episode, when we were talking about how many reviews we've had. Yeah. And you made the analogy that it's like being on the TV series alone which is where people are effectively starving in the wild, trying to live as long as they can, Mm -hmm. be the last one surviving. And effectively treating our reviews like we've caught a a few fish and we're trying to get those fish to last as long as they can. (laughs) That was champagne comedy. Thank you very much. (laughs) We're going to smoke a few reviews. We're going to make a review broth. We're going to put them in a little cold water pool and get the reviews. Yeah, we're using every bit of that review. (laughs) We're not wasting a bit of it. I think that is... uh, I'm going to use... Little offcuts of the review to try and catch more reviews. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to try and do. It's almost like we need, as a new thing for what's that about, mm-hmm. when we get to the end of the episode, yep. I announce a best on ground, man of the match <laughs> joke for the episode. <laughs> no one's going to care about that <laughs> other than me. Is it? <laughs> In this episode, the award, you get a. Uh, a voucher to the local pizza restaurant and a little trophy <laughs> is the alone review fish analogy. Your beatboxing was my favourite bit. It was incredible. <laughs> Boots and cats. No. <laughs> Boots and cats. <laughs> if there was a worst on ground award, that would be getting it. Boots <laughs> and cats. Boots and cats. And you had no street cred about it. It was literally, it was like a lecturer at uni going, Boots and cats. <laughs> Boots and cats. What was I thinking? I don't Give me your best beatboxing. And I've turned around and just said, Boots and cats. <laughs> yeah, like that That was my, my best on ground for today. Boots and cats, everyone. Boots and cats. I think this is the birth of a new way that we finish episodes is best on ground, worst on ground. All right. Best on ground, worst on ground. Boots and cats is the best and the worst. I think it takes the, <laughs> takes the cake for both. Boots and cats. That is so weird. Uh, All righty. Well, let's call it a night. Mm. We will uh, catch you next time for another What's That About? All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>